The Easter story, as told by John's Gospel, hear the word of God. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went towards the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. And then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been around Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciple returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at his head and the other at his feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? And supposing him to be the gardener, She said to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Poor Mary. She didn't know that Easter was today. I've known for quite some time. Back in January, we had a staff meeting, and we put Easter on the calendar, so I've known since January. Who, aside from Mary, didn't know Easter was today? Uh, I know some of you weren't quite as quick on the uptake. Uh, When you looked at the calendar, first you saw that it, oh, it's the week of the masters. But then on further investigation, you saw, oh, it's Easter week too. And then you had to make a choice between Easter and golf. You have to make a choice, for as Jesus says, no one can serve two masters. (laughs) You said you were going to laugh again. Well, surely you weren't caught unaware. I remember a woman last year, I think it was last year, she was coming up the brick walkway out here, and I could just tell, and I said, hard morning. She said, I can't even begin to tell you. 
And then I said, well, look, your children are putting the flowers on the cross. You, you've done well. They look great. It's it, Happy Easter. You did it. And she said, oh, the kids have been fined. It's, it's the guy parking the car. That's the problem. <laughs> he didn't know it was Easter. It's Easter. He didn't have it on his calendar. But that's not you. That's not you. you you're here. You, you, you know it's Easter. You've You've gone to the store, you've gotten the dress, you've gotten the tie, you're here. You, you've come here to listen to the great music, to see the lilies, to make it through the sermon. You're here. But poor Mary, she didn't have, she didn't have Easter on the calendar. And year after year, we have to surprise her. We have to surprise her with Easter. We hide behind the palm tree. Some of us wedge behind the, the stone that's been rolled away. We crouch behind the bank of lilies. And there we watch Mary wipe away her tears. We watch her storm and tell Peter and what's his face, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they've laid him. Then she's back with us in the garden and we can hear her say to a couple of angels, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they've laid him. You can hear her as she turns to the gardener. Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him. And the gardener says, Mary. And we all come out and say, surprise, surprise, Mary, Mary. You should have seen. I hope somebody got your picture. You're so surprised. You didn't know. You didn't know it was Easter. Now you're one of us. Now you're, what are you going to do after this? Why don't you join us for, for barbecue and banana pudding afterwards? Can, can you get that on your calendar? It's good to have life mapped out. You don't want to be surprised. You want to be prepared. I know I didn't have Monday, March 27th on my calendar. I didn't have it. It seems only a deranged person had it on the calendar, had it on there for months, planning, planning. I wasn't prepared. How can you prepare? After I heard the news, took in the news, on that Monday I, I did put something on my calendar and I, I chastised myself for being so jaded, but I put it on my calendar. I put this down. I said, watch. Watch this terrible tragedy turn political. Watch the grandstanding. Watch everyone run for a shovel and become more entrenched. Watch as we buy more Kevlar and more guns and more politics as usual. I put it down on my calendar, and sure enough, it happened. It happened. Sure as a sunrise. I think we're more like Mary than we think. I think maybe we don't always have Easter on our calendar because we go around as if we have no power. Believing is that God is dead. Crying out, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. They, 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 
Who are they? They are the liberals. They are the conservatives. They are the government. They are the religious zealots. They are the haters. They are the ones that spell their names out with pronouns. They are the ones who don't use pronouns. They are the ones who take away our guns. They are the ones who push our buttons. They are the ones who love their guns. They are the ones who are taking away prayer. They are the ones burning the books. How many they's are ruining your life? Maybe we all need to be surprised by Easter, surprised by a powerful God, surprised by a God that cannot be stolen, a Lord that we cannot lose, a Lord who always, always finds us, calls us by name, a Savior so big that you can't hold on to him, not by yourself, you can't hold on to him. He's the savior of the world, for God so loved the world, the world, so big. Surprise, oh, you should have seen your face when it dawned on you that the good news rules the day. It can happen to you. Easter just surprises you when you look into an empty tomb and the emptiness of it, well, then you just have to believe. You just have to believe that God is up to something good. It can happen to you in the quietness of a prayer, when you're down on your knees, when you're left with nothing else but a prayer, and you say the prayer, and suddenly, suddenly, Easter, God God comes to you. It can happen to you when you find yourself saying, not my will be done, but thy will be done. It can happen to you when you, when you say the 23rd Psalm and you say, the Lord is my, sh- the Lord is my, the, oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And boom, it's Easter. I can't tell you how many times my life has been surprised by Easter, sometimes in very big ways, sometimes in most unusual ways. On Friday, I went down to the sleep center to pick up a travel CPAP machine. Beth and I are heading to Paris tomorrow. I'm making up for a honeymoon, which our honeymoon was a a three-night stay at the Empire Inn in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. (laughs) It's a hotel that's about this far from an hourly rate. I've been making it up ever since. Anyway, uh, a CPAP machine is a machine that you strap to your face at night, and I strap it to my face to keep me from snoring, which helps my wife, and it keeps me breathing, which pretty much helps me. Uh, I needed a travel CPAP so I could fit it into my luggage. They're only this big, and, and the ones you have at home are this big, so I needed the this big one, and I just couldn't buy one. I needed to get an appointment to get one, and I got one in the nick of time on Friday. I put it on my calendar so I wouldn't miss put the alarm on. I wouldn't miss it Friday. I'm leaving Monday. Shannon was my sleep specialist. Wouldn't you like to have that as a title? I'm a sleep specialist. I would love to be a sleep specialist, to have sleeping down. I would love that. Well, anyway, she brought it out, this little tiny machine. She said, here it is. And then she said, oh, one thing, we don't have any hoses for this machine. 
You'll have to order those, she said. Shannon, I said, I leave Monday. Monday. She said, oh my. She turned on her computer and she checked Amazon and she said, well, you can order these three things. You can order them and they'll get here by Monday. It says Monday. They'll get here Monday. I said, Shannon, I leave Monday. She said, order them. I ordered them. She then went on the, the websites and tried to find any medical supply store that might have these things, and she gave me a list of numbers just to call them. And then she got me ready to go. And then before I left, she asked me one of the most unusual questions, I thought. She said, after all that, will you be celebrating Easter? It's really a question do you believe in the resurrected Lord? But to tell you the truth, I was in a more I-can't-believe mode, like I can't believe a place that sells CPAP machines wouldn't have hoses, that kind of I-can't-believe. <laughs> but I didn't say that. I said, oh, yeah, I'll be celebrating Easter at 7.30, 9.15, and 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm a pastor. And she said, oh, I guess you will be celebrating. <laughs> well, I walked out of that place with my hoseless machine and my phone up to my ear talking to supplies, medical supply stores all the time trying to find hoses for my $600 ResMed machine, AirSense Mini, and nothing was coming through, nothing was working. No, no, we don't have them, no, we don't have them, no, we don't have them. And in between calls, suddenly my phone lit up, and it was the hospital. It was Shannon. And she said, I, I, think, I think I've been able to scrounge enough parts around here. I, can you come in? I said, I've got it on my calendar. I'm coming back in. I came back in, and it worked. Shannon, it worked. And then as she walked me to the door, she said, this mama in me, the mama in me wasn't going to get sleep, wondering if you were going to be all right. And when she said, this mama and me, it hit me. The joy of Easter hit me. Hit me, this childless, motherless child. It hit me that someone would take the time to think about me, to care about me, to make sure everything would be all right. I didn't have it on my calendar, and the Savior popped up, and I know it's nothing. It's insignificant. In a world full of violence and fear, it's nothing. Nothing. Like a baby born in Bethlehem. It's nothing. Like what's in an empty tomb. It's nothing. Nothing like what can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus? Nothing. So let's let the child who's afraid to go to school know that this mama isn't going to sleep, wondering if you're going to be all right. Let's let the homeless one know this daddy's not going to be able to sleep, not knowing if you're going to be all right.
Let's let the lonely one, the deranged one, know, hey, we're not going to sleep unless you're going to be all right. Surprise. Let the sad one know. Surprise. Let everyone know. Surprise. Nothing. Nothing can take our Lord away. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing sure as a sunrise. Nothing. If you're visiting with us, welcome. It's like this every Sunday. <laughs> if you're part of this church, well, even if you're visiting with us, I'd love for you to put on a calendar, on your calendar, three dates. One at the end of April, the Sunday at the end of April, and then the following two Sundays in May to be with us in the fellowship hall as we vision what it means not to be afraid, but what to make a difference, how to make a difference in this world as living as Easter people. The world is dark enough, and it needs a light shining on a hill. And we are those people. Surprise. <laughs>